Hey guys, what's going on? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio, and today's episode is brought to you by Cuisinart and the 360-degree griddle that they have. It's the 360-degree griddle cooking center, and guys, I don't know if you've seen our Facebook Lives recently, but we went live with two recipes over the last few weeks. Uh, one was raspberry chocolate pancakes, and the other was an incredible veggie kebab with a glaze over the top. Holy cow, absolutely amazing. And you know, when Cuisinart called me up, I was like, okay. Okay, so clearly this is like a meat thing, right? There's no way that they're going to be able to work with me on this. But they were. They were totally open to it, totally awesome. And they said, look, griddle, griddles, grills, they're not just for grilling meat. We want you to show the healthier side of things. We want you to talk about uh, what you can do with veggies, what you can do with a cool breakfast. And that's what we did. So go check it out on our Facebook page. And for more information on the 360-degree griddle cooking center from Cuisinart, you can check it out at Walmart and walmart.com. All right, guys, let's get into the show. We've got a great episode with Vigani coming up right now. Let's go. Everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey, everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. <laughs> From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. We are proudly brought to you by the Parents on Demand Network, which is an app with a ton of great parental podcasts. So go check them out over at parentsondemand.com. In fact, I'm going to give a little love to my friend Lisa over at the Empowered Mama. You got to check her out. Um, you know, she's there to, to help healthy moms raise healthy kids. And, um, you know, it, it can be overwhelming. I know that for, of course, I always talk about it being overwhelming. Just we're so busy and there's so many things going on. So she talks about food. She talks about fitness. She talks about life balance. Go check out Lisa and her friends over at the Empowered Mama podcast. It's over at the Parents on Demand Network. Go check them out. Um, okay, so guys, if you can, I want you to subscribe and review us in the iTunes store. That's what keeps the show going strong. And uh, we're going to get into the show in just a minute. We've got an amazing guest. Her name is Vigani, Vig Annie. And um, until we do, before we do that, I got to say hi. I got to say, hey, what's going on? Um, my name's Corey, guys. If it's the first time that you are listening to us, then thank you for tuning in and spending just a few moments with me. Um, as I said, our guest, just amazing. Um, I'm a husband. I am a vegan dad. I'm a podcast host, obviously, and I create plant-based meal plans. I create quick and easy vegan meals that help people just make this plant-based transition thing easy, right? If, if it's a new year, if it's a new time for you, you want to try something new, uh, but you're not a cook and you don't know how to get this thing rolling, like, I'm your guy. I got you. There's new recipes every single week up on the website. Um, I, for me, it's it's finding time to work out and eat healthy, quick meals for me and my family. It's tough, guys, right? So um, what do I do this podcast for? I, I do the podcast to give me a chance to talk to some folks that are getting it right out there, uh, folks that are just rocking this plant-based lifestyle that will hopefully serve as some inspiration, maybe give you a couple tips to keep you and your family going strong. And that's what we're here for. Now, today, as I said, we're talking of Vegani. Um, Annie is an amazing person, guys. She's got her own weight loss journey that she's going to tell you about. And I thought it was appropriate because we're starting off in a new year. Um, hopefully, you're still staying motivated. But um, she has a PhD in nutrition. She knows what she's talking about. 
Um, she shares simple, easy, plant-based recipes that are budget-friendly and quick and easy to prepare. Again, her story, you'll hear all about it. I don't want to tell you too much. We're just going to get right into it. It is my interview with Annie from Vegani. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. As you know, we always bring on plant-based experts, people that are making great food, people that are awesome, and I have one with me today. Welcome to the show, Vigani. She is here joining us with her PhD and her excitement. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to have you. And you know, uh, w- one of our friends, our mutual friends, Adam Sud, connected us, and I'm so happy and so glad that he did because uh, I just took one look at your Instagram feed and your website and I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like for me, it's the desserts, right? Um, But I'd love for you to just kind of start and just share your story about how you got to be vegan because it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting story and I think it's also one that a lot of people can relate to. So give, give us a little bit of background on you and how you, how you got to creating these vegan delicious things. Okay, so way back in high school, not that long ago, I'm not that old, maybe like 12 years ago, <laughs> uh, I, um, I put on a bunch of weight and got stuck in this cycle of kind of, well, so I was a gymnast and I was working out all the time and then I broke my foot and so, but then I kept eating the way that I did before and, mm. you know, girl going through puberty, you can't really do that when you're not working out and things all kind of changed. And so I started gaining weight and being self-conscious and all those kind of things. And it led to a lot of binge eating and secret eating and things like that, where I knew what I was doing was bad. And it just, it led to this whole cycle of, you know, I would start a diet because I knew that was what I was supposed to do. And then I would mess up and binge and be mad at myself. And so now I'm in this period where I'm mad at myself So I'm just going to eat more and more and more. And so then the weight comes on and on. And then my favorite phrase, and I tell this to everyone, was my diet starts again on Monday. And I was was that person. You know, diet started. I did well. Maybe I lost weight. Maybe I didn't. Then I would definitely binge. Then I would definitely be mad at myself. And then it was this whole cycle, and I'd start again on Monday. And it was horrible. It was just, you know depression and it was just awful and then being in high school you're already always made fun of and it's a horrible time to begin with so now add all this on and that's where I was so one day I just after five million diet I did every diet that existed like I remember I did the cabbage soup diet oh no I love cabbage soup now but then I did not like it (laughs) And, and, you know, I just did all these crazy diets that I would start and then do the whole cycle. So finally, I don't even know what the change was, but one day I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to make small, little healthy changes. So the first thing I did, I remember I stopped drinking soda and I switched white products for wheat products. Nothing big, no fast food, unless I like planned it and it was like, good for you. You're allowed to go to McDonald's or whatever it was that I loved. I loved all that horrible stuff. But so the weight finally, slowly, really slowly, but easily started coming off because the, it switched from like trying to get it off so fast and I'm in a rush to just one thing at a time. Yeah. Obviously none of that's working and I am not happy. 
Yeah. So one small thing at a time. And one thing led to another. I read a couple books. And what ultimately made me become vegan was Forks Over Knives. And I remember it was May 18th, 2000 something. I don't remember what year exactly. But I was in the middle of the, the documentary and I said, okay, I'm vegan. And, and it, it already had switched from losing weight to being healthy and feeling good. But in the middle of that movie, it was like, that's all I want is to feel good. And the weight is going to come off. I can do this. So I just fell in love with how healthy I felt and how amazing it was. So I became vegan halfway through that movie. Then the way that I started my blog was I was in college at the time and um, I'd have friends come over and they don't, you know, it's like not back then. Now it's cool. But back then it was not cool what I was doing. But people were still interested and they're like, what is that? And I'm like, it's quinoa. It's really good. Try it. And they'd be like, yeah. oh, gross. You know, and so they try it though and be like, wow, actually this is pretty good. So I ended up, anytime anyone would come over, I was feeding everyone all the time because I was all excited about this new life. And I was emailing out recipes to everyone. And I was like, I need to have these somewhere. So I started my blog and I used to be called the Vivacious Vegan. Okay. And um, until a friend helped me come up with the name Vigani. I was telling her this story. My parents are Canadian and my mom was like, so every time I talked to her on the phone before I was going to come home, she'd say, um, so are you still vegan? And I'm like, mom, it's vegan. And yes, I am. <laughs> and so I, w I told my friend this story and she's like, oh my gosh, you're Vigani. And I said, that is amazing. Yes! Oh, so that's so great. It switched pretty quick to being vegany, and then that's how it all started. But then you decided to go and get your doctorate in nutrition. What was it about that? You're like, I, I need to know everything about what's going on with my body, and the best way to do it is to just go get a doctorate? Is that what you thought? Sort of. So my mom is a cardiologist. Okay. And um, she, so I thought I wanted, to, and she's like, really awesome. You know, I look up to her so much. She's my inspiration. She's amazing. And so I wanted to be a doctor just like her. But somewhere throughout all of this, I realized all of my free time is Googling nutrition and food and, and that. And I, I don't even take Advil. Like I don't, I never take medicine ever. And so I just had this epiphany as I'm going through studying for the MCAT and all this stuff. I'm like, wait a sec. I, why do I want to be a doctor? This doesn't make any sense. So, you know, then it turned out that because I was pre-med, I already had all these, I had met all the requirements to go to grad school for nutrition. So it just, it all worked out and I changed. And the next, I actually, I took one semester off after graduating because I couldn't take any more school. And that's when I started my blog and I really built it up in that time. I was posting every single day. I'm not so good anymore, but I was at that time really good and really gung-ho and started building up my following and then just decide, you know, it was just very clear what I needed to do. Well, I love it. And I think that, um, you know, how, how long did it take? It took how long to get your doctorate? Four years. It's a lot of work, but you know exactly what you're talking about now. And that's really cool. Yeah. And, and I also like, you know, I, I like that I have it so that I have that credibility to fall back on. I don't know that it actually taught me that, you know, the whole grad school doesn't teach you exactly the facts as you and I probably 
believe them to be from right. our own experience. So it's not as much what I learned in grad school as much as being able to think critically to make my own decisions. And now having that degree, I'm able to, more people can say, okay, she has a PhD. We, we can believe what she's saying rather than exactly. just vegan, redhead yeah. vegan blogger. <laughs> Some redheaded vegan blogger stuff. Yeah. Random girl. Um, okay. So what was the biggest thing that made the weight come off for you though? I mean, uh, is it portion control? Is it watching how much you eat? Is it, do you, do you count calories? Like what do you do that was the biggest change? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people here that are like, oh my gosh, her story is resonating with me. But like, I'm in the place that she was before that. I don't understand how to get to the place where she is now. What was the, what was the biggest factor for you? Counting calories. Okay. Okay. That is, and, and I know, and also that's another thing, you know, in my field, in the nutrition field, there are a million theories of low carb, low fat, keto, whatever it is. And right. there's a study to prove every single one. And it's so confusing and they all work. But to me, it was too much. And so I, when I got really serious, first I became vegan, I wasn't counting calories and some weight did come off, but on and off. And it was just kind of by chance. I, as you can imagine, have a very mathematical brain. I love numbers. And um, I liked having that safe space of, okay, my body is this big. If I have a deficit of this many calories, I'm gonna lose this much weight. That's it. And I didn't think anything more of it. That, and, and that gave me so much freedom because if one day I wanted to eat an entire vegan banana bread, which I've done, no shame. Nope. It's still healthy. Um, yep. You know, if I'm in my calories, I'm still on my weight loss journey. I'm still good. I'm still completely in alignment with all of my beliefs and I did not do anything wrong. And that was such a big change that doing something wrong, like I was talking about before with the diets, when you're on a diet, you go off the diet and you binge, you're doing something wrong. And there's so much psychology behind yeah. that. Yeah. And that is the piece that calorie counting gave me. Don't go above your calories, eat your banana bread, eat a large salad after that. Good to go. Do you think that Weight Watchers is a good app? I mean, I, I kind of feel like I'm not, I'm not promoting Weight Watchers in any way, shape, or form, but I feel like out of everything, like for people that necessar aren't necessarily vegan or plant-based, it's like, I like the idea behind Weight Watchers where you can have different points for different things. And if you eat something that's more points than you're supposed to, then you need to stop eating or whatever. I think it's good, but I also think, um, I don't know if it's like, is it called cr chronometer, chronometer? What do you yeah, call it? Yeah, one of those, yeah. It's one of those two. Anyways, I, I don't tried know how to say that word either. I've never said it. Chronometer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but it is good to log things um, and see. And then Dr. Gregor has an app too. You know, the Daily Dozen, where it's like percentages: how many, how many apples, or how much, how much whole fruit have you eaten? What percentage per day? And you try to get a high percentage. So I do think that there is some some good in that. But I got a little like. I got a little obsessed with counting calories when I was doing it and I was trying to gain weight and put on muscle and stuff. And it works. Don't get me wrong. Like I put on like 15 pounds of muscle when I was weightlifting. And so it was cool. Um, but I don't know, like what's the balance, you know, like do you, you don't count calories anymore. Do you, or do you think that it's necessary for you because you know yourself and you know that you could get out of control? 
I actually do. I still okay. count calories and it's become part of my lifestyle. Um, it does not bother me because I know what bothers me the most is the uncertainty. Mm. It's all mental. And I like to be certain I am doing exactly what I know is right for my body. Yep. So, yeah. At first it is kind of like you feel stuck and trapped and, Oh my gosh, I have to count my calories. And, but you know, if I go out to eat and I don't, I'm not going to like measure out. Okay. I just had a cup of black beans. I'm not, it's not like that. It's like, this is about a cup, you know, it all evens out. I'm not crazy like that, but yeah. to me, just having the guideline there, the peace it provided me, it way outweighs the slight hassle sometimes. That's not even a hassle for me anymore of not knowing and, yeah. and the uncertainty. It's, it's the voice in your head where later you are saying, should I have done that? Should I not have done that? Did I eat too much? And it's that voice that leads you to make bad decisions and yeah. decisions that you wish you hadn't made. So to me, shutting up that voice is the ultimate, I mean, it's such a blessing. Sorry, my yeah. email. No, it's okay. It's all right. These are sounds that we're all familiar with. So it's a good yeah. thing. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Corey back in the studio. Real quick, I had to give another shout out to Cuisinart. They are absolutely amazing guys. And I'm telling you, when I tell you that this griddle system is great, I'm talking two heat zones, oversized 360 degree grease pan, stainless steel lid, fold away prep table. They got it all, my friends. All you gotta do is just like rub a little bit of oil on it, get that thing nice and seasoned. And I'm telling you, the pancake came off it perfect. I had like 15 pancakes going at the same time and everybody got to eat at once. So again, thank you. Big shout out to Cuisinart and the 360 degree griddle cooking center that you can find at Walmart and walmart.com. All right, let's get back to the show with Veganny. Um, okay, so when you, how many calories a day do you eat for your body? Now I eat 2,000. Okay, but cool. I work out, I'm only 5'6", so mm. I'm, it's kind of a lot. If losing weight, I was around 1,500. Okay, got it. And, um, and I always said, I always only had myself losing a pound a week during the whole weight loss journey because that's another mistake people make. If you don't eat too much, you're going to be too hungry and you're going to, you know, binge it. You can't, you can't do that. Yeah, no, it's true. But how do you figure out how much, how many pounds you're going to lose when you're doing that? The, well, the I use the app, I use my fitness pal. My fitness pal. Okay. That's a good one. It's just like that one. Yeah. The, the um, chrono, chronometer. <laughs> that, that thing that I don't know. But, um, so I just gave it to the app and I had it calculated for me. Good. Um, yeah. And, and, so I trusted it. It worked wonders for me. And every meal, every meal you log it. Well, I mean, I don't log it anymore, but. Cause like, you have the mental, you know where you're at. Yeah. And I, I eat a lot of the same stuff. So I pretty yeah. much know, but if, if I have a crazy, you know, for all my recipes, I post the nutrition facts of everything. And yeah. so some days I'm eating like yesterday I had my new coming soon healthy cake batter dip made out of tofu. It's so good. So like, no way. so good. But like, I, you know, I logged that cause I was like, I had no clue what was going to be in it, but yeah. I, yeah. So amazing. Amazing. Um, talk about the idea of perfection and, um, you know, it, it's hard because I feel like just like we've been talking about and we might've, maybe we've talked about it too much. Right. But I feel like you have a goal in mind and then you step away from that goal. What do you do then? Like you just, 
you tell yourself, I'm not supposed to have cookies. I'm not supposed to have cookies. Right. And then it's all you can think about. And you end up having a cookie and you're on some kind of weight loss journey. And you just go, why the, why the hell am I even doing this? I'm just going to stop, you know, like what's the point anyways. Right. But that, that's, that's normal. But what can we do to fight that? What can we do to, to let go of the idea of perfection? Start again the next day. Boom. Love it. Or right after, you know, we can't punish ourselves. Yeah. We can't punish ourselves to an extent, you know, you can let that go on for weeks and then you're back before where you started. I, you know, I'm a stickler and, but every now and then I do indulge and don't log. And I still have those thoughts of why did you do that? And it's uncomfortable, but you know, life goes on. You, you have to just keep on moving forward. And it's, and I'm really into the universe and spirituality and every, I believe every single thing happens for a reason, no matter what. So that's kind of what brings me comfort in those moments. I say there was a reason that I did that. And I, I don't believe you can do life wrong. Like if you make, if you make a choice like that, you didn't mess up. You're, you're still not doing it wrong. It was right for that moment, but you learn from it, move on. And, and you know, it didn't feel good. And the goal is to always feel good. So you take that, you learn for your next bite or your next meal or your next day, whatever you decide, and you keep on going. Um, what is your, would you say that that is probably your biggest struggle? Your biggest struggle with weight loss is, is the idea of perfection or the idea of beating yourself up and the guilt associated with it yes. when you get out of it? Okay. Yes. Okay. To and me, so, yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Weight loss, it's all psychology. It's 100% mental. Now, Adam, our good friend Adam said, who's been a guest on the show before, um, he said that he, he takes a page out of Dr. Doug Lyle's book and he says, you know, we need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, is that something that you would agree with? Is that something that you think um, applies to, to what we're talking about here? Yeah, I, I've seen him post that a lot. Um, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that's important. I but, think for you though, you've, you've made it easier in the sense that it doesn't have to be that big of a struggle. You can still enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. They're just made with slightly different things, little tweaks, right? Little tweaks and make up for it later if there aren't any tweaks. Yeah. So, so it's almost like I do try to avoid being uncomfortable just because I learned for so many years that I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. So I've made it comfortable by being able to eat healthy cake batter. Yes. It's now, very for, comfortable for me. Yeah. I mean, I know it's coming soon, but like, I want you to think of one of those recipes that does that for you, right? For me, I have the chocolate chip cookie dough, no bake cookie dough bites made from chickpeas, right? Yes. And my daughter's like, you can't taste the chickpeas. You can't tell it's chickpeas. It's just amazing. Yeah. And so what is that thing for you? I'm sure cake batter is amazing. But, so, but no, I'm a brownie girl, brownie cake and like cakes. And like, I like squares of things like okay. peanut butter cake bars or what. I mean, I'm, I'm a dessert aholic. Yeah, so me too. I mean, I love cookies too. Don't get me wrong. But like, like the cakey. Yeah. That's it. So what, what do you use for egg replacers in your cakes? Egg replacers. Um, I guess it depends on the recipe. Like, so also, I didn't mention before, I had never cooked in my entire life until I became vegan in college. Like, I didn't even hold, I never held a knife. Wow. Like, I, I helped my mom make Duncan Hines brownies growing up. That's it. 
mix so, the water, mix the water in and you're done, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I still consider myself a novice. I'm still Googling how to saute things. And, but then again, I'm also kind of lazy. So I'll, I'll, um, you know, a recipe says two bowls. I'm like, I'm going to put it in one and see what happens. And it almost always works. So then I post it as one. So for egg replacers, like, I don't know. I don't really use a thing to replace the egg. Usually I'll just put in some water and see if it works. And it does a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, guys, there's so many. Like, you could use, um, what are those seeds? Not, it's not chia seeds. Flax it's, seeds. Yeah, flax seeds. If you, like, grind up flax seeds and add some water, they'll get real thick. Mm -hmm. Banana. Um, Psyllium husk also. Banana. What, what husk? Psyllium. What is that? I've never heard of that. It's what's in Metamucil. Oh, come on. Is it a, is it a natural product? Yeah. Like a psyllium husk is some kind of grain or something like that. I don't Weird. know. Weird. We're the same. With water. Yeah. We're the, we're the same in that sense because like I, I always have to give this caveat for my recipes. Like when I go live on Facebook or whatever, I'm always like, listen guys, this is not brain surgery. This is not like a huge culinary masterpiece. It's just something that's quick and easy. Like I got, I got busy parents that have to get their kids in the tub and then make dinner in five minutes, you know, so I got to help them out. Um, right. It's funny, funny side story. I did a carrot dog recipe in the Instant Pot just the other day. It takes yeah. three minutes to make, three minutes, and it's a carrot and veg broth, and then you top it with some cranberry and some, like, green apple. Anyways, it's, it's a nice mixture of sweet and savory. Mm. I kid you not, some woman, and if you're listening right now, some woman goes, I found a recipe that's way better, and she posts the recipe. I'm <laughs> like... It's so cold, man. What, what's the deal? <laughs> You're like, I, I love to... it. <laughs> I know. Actually, I responded. I was like, hey, that is a good recipe. Thanks so much. But mine takes five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to do it quick and easy. But uh, anyways, I, I digress. Um, so now you're a model. Now you're a, you're a supermodel. You were on the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? I'm just oh, kidding. yes. Just the other day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but for real, you are modeling. And that is like a massive massive accomplishment congratulations thank you yes it's very exciting i feel like everything has kind of come full circle and event i'm not famous yet or anything i'm just doing small little things <laughs> but stay tuned you're famous for, you're famous to us thank you thank you very, very much <laughs> um you know i hope to one day be able to have a plat a bigger platform that reaches more people not just the vegans you know, to like tell my story and yeah and you can be a model and love food. Yes, you can. You gotta <laughs> just gotta log them into my fitness pal. Yes. Just log them yes. in. Brilliant. Just log it off. Oh my gosh. So um what's next for you? I mean, as we're we're slowly coming to the end of our, our time together, but talk to me about what's next and where you gotta mention all your social channels. We'll include them in the show notes, of course. But um let us know where to follow you. It's it's vegani.com and yes. then where else on social? Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram as Vigani underscore, okay. but I bet if you type in just Vigani, you'll find me. Yep. Red hair, can't miss me. Yep. Um, Vigani on Pinterest and Facebook. And then, so what's next for me though is really exciting. Okay. I'm actually starting a YouTube channel. Amazing. And I have a new Vigani team member who I have not revealed to the world yet. But he's really cool. And he's an athlete. He's a former division one athlete and playing football. And he is like super into fitness and he is going to come on and we're going to also, cause like I love, I like to run and work out, but I don't really know what I'm doing, but he's all about that. So he's going to add in this second piece 
to it all with fitness. So we're going to do fitness videos, my recipe videos, and all kinds of just weight loss and weight maintenance tips and tricks and all that kind of thing. And that is going to be starting next month. And I am so excited. Oh my goodness. So during the holidays, we can tune in, we can stay within our calories, we can have fun and get a couple fitness thing as we're, as we're ramping up for the new year with the division one college athlete. And yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Amazing. Amazing. Well, listen, I know it's quick, but I'm so thankful that you came on and um, I look forward to many more amazing things for, from you. And uh, I know that this is not the last that you will hear of Lean Green Dad and Vigani working together, sharing each other's stuff and getting the world or the word out there to help as many vegan parents and as many, many vegan people as possible. Hey guys, what's up? Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. We've got a free 30-day trial for our plant-based recipes. You can check it out on the homepage of leangreendad.com. Also, I'd love for you to follow us. Follow us on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram. We've even got a YouTube channel. I'd love for you to join us in however you consume your social media. And uh, geez, guys, um, until next time, I, I sincerely thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, until next week, this is it. Keep going that extra mile for your family. See you later.